Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey man, uh, we haven't done news in a while. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So why don't we do some news? Why not? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're the Marketing Geeks, and here's a news update. Marketing Geeks. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right. Welcome to uh, Marketing Geeks News Update. I, you know, I, I, I haven't done any news mostly because I haven't left the house in like, what is it, <laughs> six, six years? Yeah, it's been about six years. I think we haven't done news too because, in, from a mental health standpoint, avoiding the news is much healthier for the brain. I will tell you that I had I had not looked at the news for like three or four days, and I looked at it yesterday, and uh, my stress levels went they spiked instantly. It was uh, quite a. I I wish I had your fortitude to not look at the news, but uh, I guess, I guess it's like watching a slow motion car wreck. I just want to see it, even though I can't, I can't avert my eyes. It's just it's not that slow motion anymore either. No, no, it is not. Uh, we're only six months into this year. Uh, I still have zombie apocalypse uh, on my apocalypse bingo card. And uh, you know, so that could still happen. Uh, murder Gators was also like... Murder Gators. Yeah, we had Murder Hornets, but not Murder Gators. Meth, meth, meth Gators. I, I'm not kidding. This, this is actually a real story that I read uh, before we get into the news. But uh, they have found that in uh, some of the Everglades, they think that the Gators are getting more aggressive because of all the meth that's being flushed down the toilet when people take it and then pee. Because when you pee meth, it actually still contains a lot of the meth. So uh, now we've got messed up gators. Like, you know, why not? Yeah. Why not? Well, it makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah, why not? Why not in 2020 have messed up gators be a, be a serious threat? I mean, yeah. I will say that the, the only uh, thing that we've avoided so far, because I, I followed this, is the locusts. There is a huge, huge plague of locusts that are in Africa and in the Middle East right now. Yeah. I mean, we're talking billions, billions of locusts. And if you go watch some of these videos, it is scary. <laughs> they're like clouds, clouds of locusts that are flying around. I mean, they're going to be destroying crops like nothing. And they, they have not made it across the ocean yet. Um, but I'm not sure they won't. I'm not going to say they won't make it across. I just, uh, so far they have not. Well, uh, you know, don't uh, tempt fate, man. Cause we're like, we just said, we still got six months left of this incredible, uh, first year of the decade, even though it's already <laughs> felt like a decade. Uh, but, but before we go any further, uh, gotta mention that, uh, we have been nominated for the podcast awards. That's right. The podcast awards, uh, let me just say something about this. So 
We are on the list for the podcast awards, uh, but we need you, the listeners, to help nominate us to make the finalists. Because we want to make the finalists for those awards. And then ultimately, of course, we want to be the winners. Uh, but we, we need you, the listeners. We need your help. So if, if four of our seven listeners do this, then... <laughs> We we still won't win, but at least we'll have four votes. So, and I, and I told you, Andres, that one of we we have a new listener, which means that we may have lost another listener in yeah, the process. It happens. But but my mom has been a, a listener of a lot of these recent shows. Oh so, man! So, mom, if you're listening, please nominate us on podcastawards.com. Thank you. And, and also, I apologize for my bad behavior on the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> your mom's great. Uh, so, hi, mom. Good, glad. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, so so there's going to be a link down below. Please uh, nominate us. Please, please, please. That would be so awesome. And uh, yeah, let's get to the news. What do you say? Let's do it. What do you got for me? Well, let's kick it off with a story uh, on Twitter. This is a story that comes from The Verge. Uh, it says that Twitter is working on a new subscription platform. Um, based on a job listing that leaked out, apparently the uh, mysterious new Twitter subscription team is codenamed Gryphon, G-R-Y-P-H-O-N. And it seems like this is going to be for power users of Twitter, where it's going to be like advanced analytics. So people that want to like really grow their following and do this, it, it kind of makes sense because a lot of people that are power users are already paying for this through third party tools. So I think this is smart on Twitter's part as another means of monetization because they are not very profitable as a company. Mm. They continue to kind of grow user base year over year, but they're unlike Facebook, they're not generating a huge profits. So um, not to say that they won't, because I think that they are a platform that has great potential, um, but they're not doing it yet. So what, what say you on this? Uh, you know, I, I, I got to tell you that I, I got into Twitter sometime back just to you know really see how to grow like an account and i did i got like i was able to growth hack it to like ten thousand followers twenty thousand on some level but you know it, it my opinion on twitter in general is that it's kind of like a, a rushing river and uh if you blink you're gonna miss like something going down the river but that's okay because there's like a million other things coming through it mm-hmm. and uh and i i i just it's just another rabbit hole, man. And I don't, I, 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 I don't, I know it has its uses, but I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. So Twitter to me, the, the only real use that it has is that it's like the fastest aggregator of current news, like to the second. Like if you want to find like what's happening to the second, it's a useful tool. Like when we were in California here, we had wildfires. It was a useful tool to get wildfire updates like to the second versus like news that take 30 yeah. minutes to update one hour, et cetera. So those kind of things have practical uses. Um, when you're talking about conversational threads on Twitter, the, the biggest problem with Twitter is that they do not have any sort of process for validating your identity and people that are operating under fake identities or avatars um, tend to be the worst version of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and they tend to say things they would never say face-to-face in person and that that's my only problem with twitter is i'd like to see them uh bring in some sort of a validation feature so that we could get away from some of that trolling that's the only reason that they're trolling is because they're anonymous because i think i think when you make when you tie somebody's identity to these things that goes down a bit and i think our 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 culture as a whole could use 
less of that. <laughs> well, obviously, you don't spend a lot of time on Reddit. I don't spend as much time as you. I spend some time on Reddit, though. I don't yeah. I don't fully not use it. Yeah, so I'll do one more story, and then I'll, I'll let you give yours here. But yeah. from Wired now, uh, deepfakes. We all love deepfakes, don't we? Mm, they're my favorite. <laughs> deepfakes are becoming the hot new corporate training tool, according to Wired magazine. Uh, coronavirus restrictions make it harder and more expensive to shoot videos, so more companies are turning to synthetic media instead. And uh, according to this article that I was uh, that I was reading, there's a there's a new company that is taking uh, existing training videos. They're using deepfake technology and they are personalizing them. The company's called uh, Synthesia, not quite Synesthesia, but Synthesia. And um, so they're going to have like personalized corporate training and i'm sure like sexual harassment videos yeah um, sexual harassment is wrong justin womack <laughs> <laughs> yes video yes okay <laughs> it does land it does land a lot deeper when that when the video says your name <laughs> yeah especially when you've been me too'd by a by a deep fake that would <laughs> that's uh oh man this is a weird future but it, I think the other use is for multiple languages, which makes that makes the most sense to me. But the personalization aspect is interesting, but it's it is kind of funny too how it's gonna uh, it's gonna be an awkward kind of a weird experience uh, in the beginning anyway. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, uh, you know, it it uh, it's it's a weird world when we can't trust like information. It's it's just uh, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe that's why I'm 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 now starting to grow like a you know like a huge beard like zz top yeah and just uh eat my toenails all day long because what else just make know? sure to grow them long so that they there's more of them i do i do <laughs> and 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 less for the uh meth gators mm, yeah. so uh yeah so okay well gro groovy deep fakes for business I, I mean sure why not i got a few more here but what do you got what i got is uh linkedin we always like when linkedin adds a new feature so uh, we tell you about it here first. Uh, LinkedIn adds a new feature to its user profiles that gives you 10 seconds of audio to tell other people how to pronounce your name. Mm. So uh, if you see the little speaker, you can actually hear how someone pronounces their name. Uh, so if you hit mine, it'll probably say something like, Captain Donkey Penis. And then... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I like I like that, and uh, and then Captain Donkey Penis could be inserted in Mister Donkey Penis to you, sir. Could be inserted into one of those corporate training videos, and then that will seriously land the sexual harassment message for you. Well, as as I've said uh, recently on this program, <laughs> I I now say any dumb, stupid thing that comes to my mind because if a deep fake comes out, I'll just be like. There's a possibility I said that. <laughs> that. That could be me. I don't know. More probable than not. Yeah. Like, I I don't know what was happening at the time, but 50-50, you know? Well, according to <laughs> TechCrunch, Tinder, the popular dating, do I call it dating? The popular hookup app is now testing video chat in select markets, including the United States. And Tinder will have video chat. So I guess this we're getting back to this idea that it's harder to hide behind your your headshots, maybe, because you know how you have these Hollywood headshots where everybody looks a little yeah. bit better than they really look. But on if you have to do a video chat, it's it's gonna be a, a little bit more uh, a little bit more personal. So uh maybe that'll be a new challenge for the online dating world. 
either that or it's just going to make uh, dick pics a whole you know moving now. <laughs> now you get to see what's actually mm. there so congratulations ladies you are uh <laughs> you now get to be harassed in a whole video. new way the whole yeah, new world wonderful, wonderful i'm uh i'm actually fairly glad that i don't have to to do that anymore but uh, you know what i met my wife on tinder so you know the technology worked for me congratulations amazing, amazing. well I, I met my wife uh, i met my wife on match.com so wow. but i was i was back like before tinder was even in existence so it's been a while but we both met our wives online interesting yeah 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 a, a lot of relationships are so good good for them yeah. uh here's a blast from the past uh for those of you who are old people like myself uh we used to do something called read a newspaper Mm. And the newspaper was like the internet, except it was printed and it wasn't, there wasn't as much. And uh, there was always a section within the newspaper called the funny section. And uh, that was always my favorite section. But uh, in that funny section, there was a guy named Gary Larson who had a, a comic called The Far Side. And it was by far the most intelligent, funny thing ever. You can still find books and calendars with Gary Larson's uh, reprinted cartoons. But uh, after 25 years, he came out of retirement and has posted a few new cartoons. So, um, yeah. And that's the best news of 2020 right there. There it is. It's all downhill from here, folks. I, I think I think uh, I think that if, if somebody can make me smile in this uh, madness, then uh, yay. Yay for Gary Larson. Thank you. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we need a good laugh. And I'm not talking about me looking in the mirror. So, um, <laughs> Um, I got I got one more here. Um, okay. It's a uh, um, Reddit. Uh, the community on Reddit has uh, created a plan to make police data open source. So the police data accessibility project aims to request, download, clean, and standardize public records that right now are overly difficult to find, especially across state lines, across county lines. Uh, this I actually am a hundred percent behind. I think that a uh, having a communal source where people are able to access uh, everything for journalists. Uh, it's just kind of ridiculous that we have a, uh, like all this data just doesn't cross state lines as it is. I mean, we're yeah. in the, the internet era. I think it's time that our state computers start uh, communicating with each other. And this is good for, I mean, this is good for things where people commit serious crimes and then go across states and then they're, you know, I mean, that's how, uh, I mean, this is, I think our technology has changed since then, but this is how like Ted Bundy got away for so long was the States didn't talk to each other. Um, well, also, yeah. uh, you know, we, we got to find out like if, if uh, there's police abuse and cause what happens is a, a policeman will be uh, you know, maybe he'll get fired from a police department and then just go to another police department and start up again. I mean, I, I think, I think that for, crime is one thing, but I also think that, that any records of, of police, uh, abuse or, um, you know, any time that the, the cops are out of line, there, that need, there needs to be a public record of, of that. And uh, the other thing that I feel needs to definitely happen, this is just my opinion, but uh, I think that police should be licensed like an air, like a, an, an airline pilot, right? You, you, you have someone's lives in your hands, literally you're carrying a deadly weapon. You, you can use uh, excessive force. You need a license for that, and if you uh, if you fuck up, that license should be taken away. Hey, that's that's it. I think that's reasonable, and um, t- 
to that point, I was watching an interview not too long ago with a police officer that was talking about that very thing where he was saying one of the big problems is when they hire new police officers is that they can't access those records. They can't access the records. Like if they were fired uh, with cause because of complaints or racial complaints or they were, you know, they were they had a history of this. It's not easy information for the department in a different state to access. And that's a problem uh, yeah. because that's one of the, you don't want to, yeah, we, that's one of the big problems is if they're able to just move to a different state and then kind of erase all of that, all those records, that's not what we want to happen. So I, I do think this is a, an important step. And I, I do like your idea of licensing because I mean, that's a serious position that should have um, it should have very high standards and perhaps some sort of continuing education, continuing licensing. I mean, there, there needs to be accountability. Um, and I'm okay with the fact that if you, if you make a mistake that you, maybe you don't, depending on the, the severity of it, perhaps it does or doesn't end up in prison time, but you definitely aren't coming back to the force. If you've made that mistake, that's just how it is in life. Like if people make yeah. mistakes in certain fields, there's no coming back from it. And that's, that's well, the reality. Also, and this goes into like the defund the police movement, which, you know, when people say that, it's like, what, so you're not going to have police? And it's not that. It's it's that the, the police have an, an enormous budget and they're buying like army gear, which is, you know, ridiculous. And what should happen is if, if some guy is, you know, methed out and in the middle of the street without his clothes, don't call the cops, you know, uh, you call, you, you call somebody like mental health professionals who can deal with that. Uh, in fact, here in the Netherlands, they have kind of this like half police where it's not quite the police, but if there's like a domestic issue or, you know, something is going on where the kids are, you know, shooting firecrackers off in the park or whatever you call these guys and they're more of like the low key they'll just they handle things in the community uh and the the, the cops here are so well trained man first first uh like few months i was here uh i lived in this really busy area and i heard this guy kind of howling at night ah! and i looked out my window and i saw this guy and he was just leaning against the wall and he was obviously like wasted and just at that moment this the, the cops pulled up and uh, he kind of like realized, oh, I fucked up. And he like jumped up and uh, the cops came and literally put their arms around him, uh, handed him his shoe and just said, hey, buddy, why don't you come with us and just sleep it off? And they escorted him into uh, the the police vehicle and just like calmly took him away so he could like sleep it off. It, like they, they de-escalated the situation so well. I've seen this a number of times. Uh, and, and, you know, we don't have deadly shootings here. It's just what happens. So yeah, I think um, my, like, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure where I stand on this. Cause I don't have all the information, but I do know that police are being asked to do too much. Um, yeah. and I do know that police don't have mental health training. They don't have addiction training really to a high degree and like asking them to deal with these like situations with drug abuse and with domestic violence sometimes. And with, it's not fair to um, them. It's, it, not fair it, to it's them. really not fair to them. And I mean, sometimes, you know, it may be important for them to have a gun, but I'd say 90 plus percent of the time, it's not important necessarily to be armed in those situations. And I, I mean, again, this comes back to your, like my bigger thing, I think with most of this is, is this idea of licensing. I, I actually like what you said there because I think that there are a handful of problem officers and um, I don't think they're all like this, but I, I know that there are some like this that are very 
power they power they trip on the power that they have and the fact that they carry a gun gives them extra power um and those are that's the kind of thing that i think escalates situations out of control that i find to be very problematic and worrisome yeah i'd like like to see stronger regulations to prevent that Absolutely. And there, there is absolutely systematic racism within police culture. And I know this, I, I, I had a really good friend living with me for a while when I was living in Hollywood. And uh, he, he went out one night to get something from his car and he didn't come back. And I was like, what, what happened? And uh, he came back like two hours later and he was like, yeah, you didn't see me out there. The cops basically, I was in my car and they stopped me and they took apart my car like took it apart. And uh, I've never had that happen. But like hanging out with him, you really like, like, if you don't think that there's systematic racism within the police force, you don't have black friends, or or Muslim friends, like, you don't, because if you really hung out with people uh, who uh, are uh, like, you know, people of color, I, you, you will see it firsthand. And it's, it's terrifying. And so, you know, that lady, who uh, got uh, called that guy, called the police on the guy birdwatching in Central Park, she, uh, you know, she's going to get prosecuted now, which I think absolutely she should, because if a white person calls the cops on a black person who's just minding their own business, there's a potential for that person to get killed. And, And that's not a joke. So... Uh, you know, I, I, I think white privilege is, is a thing I've experienced it myself and I'm, you know, it's, that's not great. Well, that, I mean, that video that you're talking about is, is terrible. <laughs> that is just, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like the worst of people right there. I mean, she, she even, he's calmly asking her to walk her dog on a leash because it's in a section where it's required to have your dog on a leash and she's screaming, she calls the cops and then she's screaming that her life is in danger and the guy's doing nothing. And it's, it's like, that's like the yeah. worst of humanity right there. Yeah. Well, karma being what it is, she did lose her job. I think she lost her place. Her life is completely ruined. And now and she's being charged. Well, I'm not sure she's charged with a hate crime or she's just charged with falsifying a police report or what? Falsifying a police report. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, who knows what'll happen, but uh, man, I, I find it so funny when people like post racist shit on Facebook, then they get fired and they're like, but I'm not even a racist. It's like, what do you, what do you think racism is? You dummy. Like, you know, I, I like that people are getting called out now, you know? So, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm fine with it. If I, if I get called out and I deserve it, you know, by all means, you know, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to call me out for anything? I, I don't know what to call you out on. I, I don't really have, you know, I'm not, not really sure what to call you out on, buddy. Oh, well, you've done so well. So well, I have, I have, and I'm, I feel very lucky and very blessed. And, uh, it's because of our seven listeners and people like you, Justin. Oh, good. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate that. So uh, what else you got? You got yes. tech stories here. You want to talk about got, some? Uh, got one more. You know about this Facebook uh, ad boycott that's happening? You heard about that? Oh, the Facebook ad boycott. Yes, I, I know a little bit about it. I don't know a lot about it. I don't know the origins of it. I, I know that there is a growing boycott um, to to fight hate speech, I believe is the cause behind it. Yeah. And uh, I know Coca-Cola is on board. I, I don't know exactly who the other advertisers are. Coca-Cola is probably the biggest company um, that I heard in that mix, but there's a lot. They, of- that's so ridiculous because they don't even advertise that much on Facebook. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like marketing geeks has decided we're not going to advertise on Facebook now. It's- <laughs> 
guess what? We spent two hundred dollars so, last year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I and and I think that uh, I mean, good that they're making a stand. Hopefully, it catches on. But uh, nearly seventy percent of people asked were unaware uh, that there was a boycott or had not formulated an opinion uh, to the stop hate for profit campaign. So it is stop stop hate for profit. So who started it? Uh, I'm not sure who started it, uh, but there were, it was just basically kind of a viral sort of thing. I'm sure somebody started it somewhere, but, uh, the people who are most into understanding the boycott and participating are Gen Z's, but, uh, I don't think Gen Z's, you really use Facebook too much anymore. Yeah, that's, that's actually an interesting point. Um, I did see that from this boycott, there was a meeting that took place. Uh, between Facebook, the um, the ADL, the NAACP, and a few other uh, organizations like that. And uh, according to the reports that I've read, it did not go so well. Yeah. So I, I don't think they've come to any sort of resolution. Yeah, if you boil down the meeting down to its bare essence, it probably went something like this. We want you to stop propagating hate speech and do something about your fucking platform. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> blink, blink. That was, that was probably it. Right yep. There. So uh, anyway, so so good for you, Gen Z. Uh, and if if you still have a Facebook uh, profile, please kill it. I I have one, but I, I don't ever go on it. Uh, I'm fine. Speaking with that. of Facebook and Gen Z, let's talk about the other Gen Z platform, TikTok. Mm. So TikTok has been in the news for different controversies. So they um, have been, they have been shut down. India, India has shut down TikTok. Um, and my understanding is, I guess there's a couple factors at play here, but the, the one that's like publicly talked about is that China has been mining data at like a severe rate from the TikTok platform, probably in the U S also. And they're basically building like huge databases from U.S. data. Um, and I, I, I have not validated any of this. So this is just what I'm kind of hearing and seeing. And I think that had a lot to do with why India pulled out. And I read somewhere that the U.S. government is actually having talks considering doing the same thing. I don't know if that will happen or not. Um, so, I mean, have you, have you looked more into this than me? I'm just kind of going off of like rumors here. So this is not based in a lot of research what I'm talking about. So yeah. yeah, I mean India, India, I think they actually did ban uh TikTok and uh partly because they've been having skirmishes with the Chinese. In fact, uh a couple of weeks ago there was like this skirmish on the Chinese uh India border and uh I think it was like 20 people died and it, they you know they were like troops on either side and it was in the snow. But the thing is is that they nobody shot at anyone. There was no guns involved. Like People literally like there was, it was like an old school brawl uh, between the Indians and the Chinese. Uh, I don't mean to laugh at that. It's just kind of ridiculous. So I just pulled up. Uh, I just pulled up a CNN article here for the U.S. Here it says that uh, the United States from yesterday, so from July seventh, is that the United States is looking at banning Chinese social media app TikTok, um, according to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. So he suggested the move on an interview with Laura Ingraham on Fox News. Pompeo was asked uh, whether the U.S. would consider the ban. And with respect to Chinese apps on people's cell phones, I can assure you the U.S. will get this one right. And, and so I guess the United States version of this is the fear that they're mining data from everybody. Um, but they 
So the government at some level is discussing this. Yes. Yeah. And, and just for those listeners, I actually just deleted uh, my TikTok account completely and took it off my phone because if you are using TikTok, it is basically a Chinese data mining tool. So everything that's on your phone mostly is going directly to servers in China. So that's fine if you don't care about that, but uh, personally, but that's not just uh, like your TikTok data. That's like your phone data. That's like your photos. That's like your email, like your location. And it's always running in the background and uh, that's not good, man. I mean, actually one of the things that I also find very interesting is that China uh, just passed a law that says that speaking against China anywhere in the world is against the law now. Mm-hmm. So uh, so if you even speak ill of China and their practices anywhere, you could be, uh, you could be in trouble. So with that, <laughs> uh, the last thing I have to say, China, if you're listening, I got two words for you, and they ain't happy birthday. Mm. Mm. Love Take it. Take that. Love it. And I'm not coming to visit you guys during my <laughs> vacation. Forever. Now, uh, so what about the world of entertainment news? Um, I, I have seen the movie theaters. That there was that big movie, Tenet, the Christopher Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan, the director of The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Inception, all those cool movies. He was going to be releasing Tenet, his newest one, uh, in early July. They've postponed it multiple times now. I imagine that, it, I believe it's still on the slate for the end of July, but I doubt, I highly doubt that's going to happen because I don't think movie theaters are even cleared to open by the state governments. And uh, so I think that 2020 is a lost year for the Hollywood box office. And it'll the, the ramifications of this will be quite interesting to see in the coming, uh, coming couple of years because this is going to cripple yeah. studios. In fact, uh, they just released uh, the the new Tom Hanks film directly on uh, on on iTunes uh, for streaming because they don't even know when anything's going to open again. Yeah, they've done several, uh, like that. but the thing is, they're not going to release a movie like Tenet like that because that movie's filmed on IMAX cameras. It's designed for a theatrical experience. I doubt they're going to go straight to video on that. Um, yeah, they might delay it as long as they need to. But then and Chris Nolan has never made a bad film. In fact, if Chris Nolan made a film in IMAX called Chris Nolan Eats Breakfast and just for two hours he's eating breakfast, I would so watch that because I'm sure it'd be great. Now, what's interesting here is that James Cameron, Avatar 2, is scheduled for December 2021. So about mm-hmm. 18 months from now, he's at a spot where there's a chance that we could see Avatar 2 become the highest grossing film of all time again because of the, I think because of the circumstances are going to favor that to happen um some of this stuff i mean maybe he's behind a lot of this i mean nobody's mentioned james cameron i've heard bill gates being accused but james cameron might be behind this to make avatar 2 the highest grossing film of all time (laughs) (laughs) could be could be well they've also pushed back uh, the halloween sequels the Candyman reboot has been uh pushed back uh and i've also read that a lot of studios are in full swing production with uh uh, a lot of animated films. So we are going to actually see some adult oriented animated films, uh, more kids movies. Maybe some deep fakes. So <laughs> maybe, maybe some deep fakes. Yeah. I mean, come on, we can make deep fake movies now since uh, nobody can actually film anything. So maybe that's the answer. 
It is. So there's a, there's an answer to anything, uh, to everything. What what are you geeky about right now? Before we go, well, I mean, I think uh, Twilight Zone season two. I've been uh, I've been diving into that. I got eight episodes down, two to go. I've been enjoying it. It's uh, it's uh, you know some episodes are better than others, but that show is pretty decent. I, I quite like it. I'm very excited to get into Dark season three. I need to figure out a way to recap Dark season one and number two without having to watch the entire thing again because that's like. 16 hours of time I just don't have <laughs> to dedicate to that right now. And uh, and there's that show is very, very complex. So that's one of the problems is I chose to watch season one and two last year. I should have waited until the whole thing was done. So the season three is the end of the entire show. So if you have not started watching it, now is a good time because you can watch all three seasons and you're done. That's it. There's no more oh, coming. Nice. Um, so it's all... I, I see uh, two and three, uh, seasons two and three uh umbrella academy is coming up so mm, that's right yeah yeah umbrella there's something academy. else coming out too uh no, 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 i guess i was dead umbrella academy that was the other one and then dark yeah 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 super uh super excited to see that and uh again can't recommend the boys uh enough that was uh that was really good and fleabag on amazon so mm. there you go. anything else any any last like any any sleepers any sleepers have you watched westworld season three uh you know i i still got like three episodes to go on that on season it's- two or three on season three it's okay it's you know see my problem with season three from i haven't watched it yet from from a surface level was that the entire show it's like a different show now i mean like it's i I can't really talk about this without spoiling it so much um but it's like there first two seasons are in westworld the third season is not in westworld We'll just yeah. So it's basically like an android in the real world show now. Yeah. Versus like it's just a different. It's I mean it's the same concept, same some similar characters, but it's kind of to me it's like it's kind of like taking on a different direction. So yeah. as long as the writers are good, it doesn't mean it's going to be a problem. But it's uh, it's just like a whole different show. Ozark, uh, if you haven't seen that, is super good. Cool. Ozark I gotta great. watch. I gotta catch up on Ozark. Cool. I got a lot of homework to do and not a lot of time to do it. So I got to figure this I know. out. I know. Well, uh, get get to it, man. And then somehow I have to do work also. There's that marketing work, all that too. Oh, yeah. Some of that Working. stuff. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with that, uh, we are the Marketing Geeks. This is the news update, and we are out. Stay classy. Marketing Geeks, come on, bring your friends. We'll learn marketing from distant lands. Fondle Sturgeon and Justin Womack. The fun will never end. It's marketing geeks. Marketing geeks.